0: Sometimes you get so consumed with your hustle and your grind, you don't take that time out for yourself. You don't take time to be like, oh, dang, I forgot to eat breakfast today. Oh, dang, I forgot to drink coffee today. You know, oh, man, I forgot this, I forgot that. You're so consumed of taking care of everybody else. You're so consumed of your hustle and your grind that you don't take time to pamper yourself and give some of that self-care. And this episode we are going to deep dive into the Kirby song Take Care. Stream it, love it, buy it. This is the Lines and Layers podcast with your host Layers, okay? So let's get into this. We are so busy. We are always on the move. We move so fast because the world moves so fast that sometimes we forget to take care of ourselves and do our self-care. I try to do the self-care thing of doing it every Sunday But that has not been a religious thing for me where I do it every Sunday because sometimes I forget. It went from me trying to do it to every Sunday to maybe three Sundays a month to two Sundays a month to one Sunday a month to, mm, I'll just do when I have the time. And it's just because I get so consumed of trying to think of ways to you know help my dude out and help the others in the house out and just trying to figure out ways to just take care of everybody um i'm actually filming today on my birthday and usually what people do on their birthday is take the day off but i decided to work I am one of those people that usually when I plan something for my birthday, it doesn't really happen the way that I want it to happen. So (laughs) I decided to work instead. And then that's another part. Like, I should be self-caring today. And I will. After this podcast, I will be filming my self-care routine (laughs) that I'm going to do for my birthday. But that's just another problem right there. That self-care part probably should just be just for me for my birthday. But I'd rather just share it with someone who could be like, okay, well, you know what can I do for my birthday just with myself <laughs> so but anyways I'm always thinking about what I can do for others and you know um a lot of people don't see it that way because I don't always put my name on everything but at the end of the day it's not about me getting the thank yous or the appreciation it's more just I know that I did something for someone but I know that for me it came from like care, from my heart <laughs> Okay, so um, I shared with you guys on my Thanksgiving episode about my grandmother. My grandmother, she was the backbone of the family. Both of my grandmothers from my mom's side and my dad's side. But from my dad's side, that's the grandma that I spent most of my life with. So I talk about her the most. So when it came down to her, my parents still go to work early in the morning. My mom was a nurse, my dad, he worked a lot of various jobs, and it'll be an early morning shift. So during that time, he'll drop us off at my grandmother's house about 7 a.m. So my grandpa, he will open the door, we'll go in there, you know, take a nap or or so, watch TV till eight o'clock. Eat a little bit of breakfast and then walk out to school because from her house, the school was down the street. So, me and my brother would walk to school after school. We'll come back, grandma would have a snack for us. Usually, afternoon, she'll have some um, french fries fried up for us to eat, or we'll just eat like some cereals. So, we'll get like some super sweet cereal. Like, I do not like um, what is that cereal? Is it cinnamon toast crunch? No, it's not cinnamon toast crunch. I like cinnamon toast crunch, it's the one with the captain. I can't think of the name right now, but I do not like that cereal. And grandma will always buy that cereal and then cocoa Puffs, I do not like cocoa puffs. And she will always buy that cereal. So you usually have to do that. But one rare occasion she would have fruit loops. And that was my that was my jam back in the day when, <laughs> when I was a kid, I left fruit loops. But right now, it's not even about me being on my diet. I just don't like sweetie cereal. It just doesn't taste good to me anymore. Maybe because I had it so much as a kid. But what I do like to eat, if I do eat cereal, it'll be like Cheerios right now. And my dad's favorite cereal was Frosted Flakes. And I hated it because it always gets soggy. (laughs) But anyways, back to grandma. So grandma would always make sure that her grandkids were taken care of. And the ones that were most frequently going over to her house was me and my brother. And sometimes I'll see my um, older cousin, but she was younger than my um, brother. And sometimes she'll be there. Um, and then my youngest cousin at the time, um, she would be there h- here and there, but not really. But anyways, um, frequently it'll be me and my brother being at grandma's house. So grandma always makes sure that we're taken care of. Um, she loves watch TV. Sometimes she'll be, you know, praying, but while we're at school, You know, she'll be praying, she'll be taking care of her garden, she'll be um, looking after her chickens, she'll be collecting their eggs, you know, bringing them in. She also, like, I think she juiced too, because she had, like, um, I don't know what it was as a a kid, but, you know, that grass that people put in their smoothies, she had that in her garage too, and then she'll, like, cut it off and just, you know, I think she used to make it into a smoothie or something. I never seen her actually do anything with it, because I wasn't there. And then... Sometimes she'll go on the city bus, nowhere in particular, and she'll hand out some Jesus pamphlets because, like I said, she was a very religious woman. After doing all that, she would be back home on time to let us, you know, inside the house. And, you know, that's when all that snacks and stuff will happen. But grandma was always looking after everybody. And she never self-cared. And I don't even think she even knew what self-care was or or how to self-care. I just recently found out about self-care myself. So when it came down to her, one time I seen her kind of, we could say self-care. And my grandma, she had two bathrooms. She had a standing shower in her bathroom that was in her room. And then the guest bathroom was the one with the tub. So, one day, I just, as a kid does, I just jolted into the guest bathroom, because that's the bathroom that all the kids were allowed to use and the guests were allowed to use. And she was in the tub, <laughs> butt naked. And I was just like, you know, covering my eyes and trying to leave. And she's like, I'll just say in English. She was just like, come in, come in. And then I came in, I used the bathroom. And all of a sudden, she's over trying to give me a sermon while she butt naked in the tub. <laughs> Try to tell you about Jesus. And I'm like, man, grandma, I ain't trying to hear you. I'm trying to hurt up in peace. I get up out of here. <laughs> but that was grandma, always looking out for your soul <laughs> and also always looking out for you, making sure that when you come over, you're fed, um, that she's there to just take care of you. You know, even when I used to tell you guys about uh, my in my Thanksgiving episode, you got have a headache. She's going into the garden, you know, putting some stuff together, putting on this little like, sheet of something and she sticks it onto your forehead and all of a sudden your headache is gone in 10 minutes or you always having mint tea ready if you want to have some tea. Now I am such a tea person because of grandma cuz grandma would have a tea to drink every day, some mint tea. So I really love tea because of grandma. <laughs> But that's who she was. She took care of everybody. But when it came down to her taking care of herself or just like sitting down for a moment, it's just something that I don't even know if that's what she knew how to do. I mean, she had four kids. And the grandchildren, you know, in the beginning, it was just like, let's say, uh, two, three. Four, it was four of us. Then all the little ones started coming after that. So she had a lot on her on her plate of taking care of us taking care of her grown kids and, you know, looking after them, diffusing, you know, whatever needs to be diffused, praying for everybody, you know, just sitting there and just having that love. And grandma's hugs were, oh, my gosh. Like, for those who did, who grew up with a grandmother, those hugs were just amazing. Grandma's hugs, like, they, they just melt you. You melt in her arms, okay? <laughs> grandma's hugs feel amazing. Oh, that lady had the best hugs. Um, even my mom's mom, my girl for that side, she had the best hugs. I used to always clench onto her dress and stuff because I used to be afraid of my um, mom's brothers for some reason. Like they always like scared me. Like, but they were like some big dudes, and they just they don't take no stuff. They don't take no stuff at all. So at the end of the day, it's just like when I was around them as a kid, I just something about them, I just was scared. Only one of my mom's brothers I was um, okay with, and that was my Uncle Ronald. And he was, you know, he was a hustler in the family. He always had a gold chain on. He always had a nice car with some rims on it. And um, he always had the flyest haircut, the flyest clothes. He used to let us do whatever. That was her younger brother. And that was the one I was comfortable with. I used to love seeing besides seeing my grandmother when I used to go over to her apartment. But yeah, even her, like as soon as I came over there, she treated me like I was her child. <laughs> like I wasn't granddaughter, I was her daughter. And she would always have me with her, you know, holding my hand. I used to walk with her to the liquor store. She let me pick out whatever chips I wanted, which would usually be some puffs, whether it was on the name brand Cheetah Press or some the... I don't know if you guys remember those, and this is probably really telling my age, but there used to be some puffs, some like cheese puffs. And it had like a little bird on there, like carrying, it was a stork, I believe, it was a stork on, on the on the bag of chips. And though I'll get those ones, the off-brand ones, and it had like a little stork on it. But anyways, my mom's mom, my grandma on that side, I never seen her sit down. I, You know, she was always moving around. And even when she came to visit us in um, Southern California, she would do everything from scratch. Like, I never seen no... I see everyone do it now. But she made coffee from scratch. She had a little pouch and the beans and all that stuff. She did it over the stove. She didn't do all the, you know, machines when it came down to putting the coffee grounds or anything like that. Like, she did it herself over the stove and made herself some coffee. And it smells strong and good, you know, uh, when I was a kid. But I didn't drink coffee back then because I was a kid. <laughs> but grandma did everything from scratch. Both of my grandmas, you know, I love my heritage. I love the things that I was able to learn from both of my grandmothers. Back then, I was a little embarrassed about our heritage and stuff. And even, like, me knowing the language, it could be better. Like, it's okay, but I could learn Creole a little bit better if I was proud of it, but I was so embarrassed people were making fun of our heritage and stuff like that. But I really should have paid attention when both grandmas were trying to teach me. I understand the language you talk to me straight up. And I could respond to a certain extent. But <laughs> other than that, like it's not like fluent, fluent. But even though it's not fluent, fluent, when I was in elementary school, I had an issue with with English. My English wasn't that great. So I actually was held back because I didn't really understand the language too too good, and uh, so you you know you have two immigrant parents teaching you English. It's <laughs> you get what you get, okay? My dad's English was very um, was pretty pretty good. He actually used to go to um, I think he said he used to go to Berkeley. Back in the day, it used to be free. Um, you could just sit in the classes and just learn. And I was just like, huh, nice for you. Say that to my student loans that I have right now, okay? <laughs> um, But he used to go there, and he said he learned a lot of different things. And he was very, very smart. He didn't have like it on paper that he was smart, but he was very smart. He helped me with all of my math. And I always did really well because he was very smart. He was someone who knew how to make a room from scratch. He made a kitchen from scratch. He remodeled my grandma's kitchen um, because she used to put this ugly tablecloth on top of the kitchen counter. And it was to hide like how ugly the tiles were. So my dad redid the whole kitchen. And guess what grandma did? She put that ugly tile. <laughs> tablecloth right on top of, of the counter and my dad was like I just redid remodel your kitchen why would you do that she was like oh I don't want to mess it up <laughs> so she' was still put that ugly table uh tablecloth on there and I, oh man she was a she was a mm, she was a character man I miss that lady she wasn't the type to sit down both grandmas and even my grandma from my mom's side she didn't just babysit me she'll babysit kids from the neighborhood she'll babysit you know other people who came from haiti that needed um help or childcare because they had to work and sh- um she'll babysit them the only thing is there was this one bad little boy oh he's gonna my nerves he was so bad and i know he was bad because he had every cavity you could think of he had all the little silver teeth and he was just oh he was bad <laughs> he was so bad that little boy, ooh, I don't even remember his name, but he was so bad. And He was like this little chubby little boy. He used to always pick on me, got on my nerves. Ooh, I used to yell at him all the time. <laughs> but anyways, um, that was both my grandmas, very selfless and so selfless. You don't really see the time that they took to do the self-care, you know, taking care of themselves and just, you know, relaxing, looking after everybody. Just being that, and you don't really find grandmas that are like that anymore, you know? So it was just a blessing to be able to grow up with two of the most selfless women that I have ever met. But unfortunately, both of my grandmothers passed away from the same thing. You know, it's unfortunate to not have them here anymore, but I still have their memories and that's a special thing to have. So let's talk about grandpa. This is the grandpa from my dad's side. Grandpa was, you know, he was the discipliner. Grandma would, you know, she'll threaten you, but she would never do anything. She has such a soft spot when you act up. And um, so she'll threaten to tell our parents if we did something um, bad. One thing that I used to do when we get dropped off on weekends at grandma's house, and um, my my brother used to do too, we used to kind of, she'll try to make us do these long prayers where we would pray all day. And that means from 10 a.m., to 5 p.m. when my dad would come and pick us up to take us home so what me and my brother would do we would go off to down the street because everything was close to grandma's house the school and grocery stores wiener snitchell all that so we would walk to vons and we'll stay there for hours till it was close to the time to what we would think because you know we didn't have cell phones back then um close to the time what we would think that you know our parents would be to pick us up and um I would go to Vaughn's back then. We just would look at magazines all day. Just look, look at all the hip-hop magazines, all the hair magazines of, you know, this and that. I'll watch Mineral Essential, get me some chili cheese fries, and go back to Vaughn's again. Then go to the laundromat, sit there for a little bit, and then go back to Grandma's house. and Hopefully, she's done praying. And, you know, she'll threaten to tell her dad we're going to get in trouble, blah, 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 blah. She, she didn't, but grandpa, you know, he'll be ready. Like you don't get in trouble with him. You know, you, you wish I would tell your parents rather than, <laughs> than what I, I'm ready to do for you. <laughs> but grandpa was a very sweet man. He barely talked. He loved him some grandma so much. He would always help her with the garden. He would always walk with her everywhere. He wouldn't let her do anything alone. He was just like, I am here for you. And. Grandpa in his, um, I think he was pushing 90 or he was 90 already. He had a heart attack. No, no, no. He didn't have a heart attack. He had a stroke. Grandpa had a stroke around um, his, either it was his late 80s or 90s. because Grandpa passed away in his hundreds. Um, So what happened is, is that uh, he had a stroke and he was in the hospital. I think it was for about a week. Or so, I really don't remember how long it was. It was so long ago. And finally, when he came back home, um, I went over to grandma and grandpa's house. And um, grandma was in the back in the garden. And grandpa, he was just, he started talking to me. And this man never really talks. So when he was talking, I was listening. Because I was like, oh my gosh, like he's talking. (laughs) And um, he was just like, you know, I'm so... I'll translate what he said. He said, uh, "He said I'm so mad about having this stroke." And I said, "Grandpa, it's okay. You know it happens to people. You're gonna be okay. You're gonna pull through." He said, "It's it's not about that. He's just I'm just mad because your grandma is in the garden and I can't help her because because of my heart." And you know, it's crazy that even during that time, he was so selfless, thinking about his wife. about my grandma and it's like dude like you need to rest you need to rest your heart because how would grandma feel if you was out there helping with the garden and you collapsed because you overworked your heart grandma doesn't have a problem with you having a stroke she's just happy that you're alive and she still has a companion next to her to experience this life with her eventually he got better and he was able to go back with her into the garden here and there but And then the day is just like, I never seen him just chill. I never seen grandpa just, you know, chill. His self-care was, you know, snoring here and there, sitting on a chair. And his eyes were always closed. So I barely seen his eyes one time. I don't know if he was like, I don't know what was going on, but he never opened his eyes. He was just having them closed. And I don't know if that's just a, you know, older thing that, you know, the older crowd does. But grandpa always had his eyes closed. But he was, he was very sweet and he had a big heart. And I, I really love that guy. He, he set a very great example for us, really grounded all of his grandkids. So I really appreciate having him as my grandpa in my life. But, you know, self-care, even with him, men need to self-care too. Um, the same thing that comes to my dad. My dad did a lot. You know, here and there, I think my dad's self-care was watching the Lakers games. My dad was a big Lakers fan. He did not miss one Lakers game. We had a Thanksgiving one time at our house, and this guy, um, <laughs> my mom, she was like, we're going to sit at the table, and we're going to have a nice, fancy Thanksgiving. And, you know, um, my dad was like, oh, we, we can sit at the table, all right. This guy took the table from the dining room and, into the living room and this is a big table you guys like it's a long table taking the living room (laughs) so that that my mom can set it up in front of the big screen tv so that (laughs) he can watch the lakers game and it's so hilarious of how he was he did that because he was such a big fan and that was like at kobe and Shaq's prime And that's when they were winning all the championships. So he did not want to miss that game. But (laughs) it was just funny because, you know, every Sunday my dad, he will blast music. He will attend to the garden. Like, he had a big green thumb. Him and my mom both have a very good green thumb. I'm trying to get it. It's just, I don't know what's what's wrong with my thumbs. Something ain't right. (laughs) Something didn't reach the DNA of having the green (laughs) thumb for me. But I am trying. I grew up with apple trees. I grew up with plums, a plum tree. I grew up with um, strawberries. I grew up with um, just aloe vera, all sorts of different stuff. We had chickens. We have goats. Um, we had everything. We had basically like a farm. It was almost like they brought Haiti to America when we moved. <laughs> when we moved to uh, California. I was actually born in Boston, in the East Coast. But I spent most of my time in California, so <laughs> my parents are just, uh, my gosh, they can be embarrassing sometimes. But you know, rest in peace to my father. But anyways, um, yeah, he would always be working all the time. Like even when he got off work, he'll go over to my grandma's house, do her lawn, make sure all everything is good in the front. Um, sometimes he'll even go to my aunt's house, take care of her lawn. Like he looked out of everybody. You know, he just made sure that everybody was happy, everybody was good. But rarely I would see my dad just kinda of just chill. But when he did chill, it would probably be more of watching his games. My dad loves sports. He'll watch any sport. And he was a big soccer player back in Haiti. Football. <laughs> um, and you know, he'll tell me all the tricks that he can do. And one time he actually showed me all the tricks that he could do with a soccer ball. And I just thought it was amazing. Like my dad was, um, he taught me a lot about our heritage. My mom kind of just wanted to really just milk into the American heritage and kind of wouldn't tell me too much. But my dad was always proud of his heritage and who he was. And he always made sure to let us know about that. So that was a very interesting thing to have, to see, to hear the stories Um, He used to be a photographer in Haiti and take pictures for like some pageant girls. And he actually still has some of the pictures there that he would take. And then our family photo album is, oh my gosh, the memories that we have is amazing. We have like 10 or more albums filled with pictures of me and my brother, my parents and stuff like that. Sometimes when they go out to Vegas for their anniversary or sometimes it will go to Arizona and we will be at grandma's house. And then when we got old enough, we were able to stay at the house by ourselves, which is only like really one time. (laughs) But most of the time we'll be at grandma's house But I never really seen him sit down Like even the same thing with my mom Like she would work two jobs You know, trying to make ends meet And you know, her thing was more so Making hats or just making something She was a very uh, creative person When it came down to it She would just like to, you know Cook or go make um, some type of outfit Go make some type of something, you know she also used to when I was a little girl, she used to actually make me a dress from scratch. So I really appreciate some of those dresses. She made this actually this one blue dress. It was super cute when I was little. And um and yeah. Even when it came to prom, she did my hair, she did my makeup, she did a lot of different things. And even she also got into doing nails. And she used to she said that she went to beauty school in Haiti. So that's how she figured out how to do a lot of things, but even with her, like, self-care, like, it doesn't even matter. Like, I got her a massage thing um, a couple of Christmases ago, and she never used it. It was still in the box. And she always complained about her back hurting. I was telling her, just get the massage thing and just do that. So the last time that she came over to my house was last year, and I actually started massaging her with the thing so she can kind of see how it feels. So I was like, this is the one I bought for you. Use it. <laughs> you know, you need it because she's always lifting up patients, you know, taking care of them and all this other stuff. So I was just trying to make sure that she was comfortable, but you know, old people are stubborn. (laughs) So we just let them do whatever it is that they do. But I never see my mother self-care ever, like putting a facial on, any of those things. So it's important for you to take that time for yourself because you can break yourself doing too much and not taking that time out for yourself to find something that you enjoy making things happen, doing a hobby, reading a book, watching your favorite movie, taking a bubble bath, putting a facial on. You need that time for yourself, you guys. All right, you guys, so this was just a little deep dive into Kirby's song, Take Care, Stream It, Love It, Buy It. For those who are watching on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. For those who are listening on any of your podcast app, please give me five stars and also look me up on YouTube. My name is Layers. It is spelled L with the at sign Y-E-R-Z. L with the at sign Y-E-R-Z. All right. I love you guys. Take care of yourselves. (laughs) I will surely be taking care of myself right now because it is my birthday. (laughs) So um, I love y'all. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your family. And I will see you guys next time. All right. All right. Next Tuesday. Bye.